Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Let's Have a Moment. I am really happy to be recording another episode for you guys. Today's going to be a good one. But before I do that, I want to give you guys a little bit of a life update because I have to share this with you. Um, So as you all know, the result of the podcast that I went on was a ton of messages, but I never in a million years thought that I would get a message from my ex's ex. And yesterday was that day. Yesterday, I got a message from my ex's ex, a girl that he was with for about maybe three, four years before him and I got together. And this was the same woman that, you know, he moved into uh, FSU with. This is the same woman that he adopted my dog Levi with because I did keep Levi. Um, And this was a significant person in his life for quite a few years before I met him. Um, or honestly, potentially before, right before we met, if I'm being honest, I don't know the details of that too much, but she heard the podcast and she told me that hearing the podcast made it easy for her to rationalize a lot of her own experiences with my ex. And one thing that she said that just brought me to tears was that giving, hearing the story made it so that she didn't feel dramatic to let it affect her the way that it did, the way that her own breakup with him did. And when I heard those words, it just brought tears to my eyes. I was a mess at the hair salon because I I guess I didn't think I needed that confirmation, but I did need it because I have spent the last year thinking about her here and there and wondering if she may be the only person on this planet that could relate to what I went through. And so to get that confirmation was absolutely incredible. It was vindicating and it felt like it it felt like I was heard by somebody that really, really knew, really, really knew what a relationship with that man is like, you know? And it was wonderful to get that, to get that confirmation. And I think for me, when I went through the breakup, I really struggled with the capacity of which I handled it because it was wildly traumatic. And there were moments that my ex made me feel as though I was overreacting. And there were moments that he made me feel crazy and he gaslighted me, and he emotionally abused and manipulated me, and it was really, really hard, and so to hear her say that she wasn't dramatic to let it affect her the way that it did, it was, it it was, it was something that I know all too well, because I know what it feels like to feel like you're being dramatic, when really you are just handling it like a human being, you know, And I think it was incredible to give her a sense of clarity after so many years of her own relationship with him. Um, It was incredible. And I look forward to putting this breakup and this experience so far behind me in the year of 2023. 
But I think that this is such a wonderful and unexpected way to end this chapter of my life is knowing that I wasn't the first, recognizing that I won't be the last. And I hope that if there is a girl out there that has been affected by a man like him, I hope that you know that you're not alone. You know, there are incredible women like me, like like his ex that have experienced pain on this level and we've persevered and we've healed and we've rose above it. I hope that if there is another woman that is affected by my ex, I hope that she can also turn to my podcast and I hope that she can listen and and know that you know, if I was able to get over it, if I was able to heal from it, that's so can she. And all this to say that on your journey of healing, you will feel alone, you'll feel isolated, but you're not. You're not alone and you are part of a bigger story that you have yet to uncover, but you will with time. And who knows, maybe on a random Tuesday in the hair salon, you'll get a DM from a girl that'll just be the cherry on top to your healing journey. You never know. Um, I'm so happy that I got that message. I'm so happy that she has healed. I'm so happy that she was able to find clarity even now, so many years later. And... I'm so proud of us, you know, I'm so proud that both her and I have able, have been able to overcome this pain, a pain that we both know, you know, a pain that we've both experienced. Um, It just makes me so emotional. Um, But yeah, I'm so happy that I got that message. I'm so happy that I was able to help her. Um, I'm so happy that she was able to help me. And I wish both of us the best. (laughs) And more than anything, I hope that if you're listening to this, you know that the pain that you're experiencing now, if you are, is temporary and you will overcome it and um, you'll be okay. So without further ado, let's get right into today's episode. I'm going through a breakup right now and I'm having a really hard time committing to no contact. I want to get over my ex, but I also want him to know exactly what he did. I feel like if I don't, I won't get my point across. The point being that his actions hurt me and he is the reason that we're no longer together. How do I do this? You're having a really hard time committing to no contact because I think that there might still be a part of you that doesn't want to believe what your ex is now after the fact. When you first get out of a breakup, a big part of you is still thinking that this person cares about you, is good to you, and, you know, wants to work things out. So you hold on to a lot of hope. And while he may be a good guy and he may be, you know, wanting the best for you at the end of the day, he does not want a relationship with you. And so you need to understand that, The only way that you can actually navigate a breakup successfully is by recognizing him as the person that he is right in front of you right now, not the person that he was every time he'd buy you flowers or plan dates or go out or show you off or write you beautiful messages. That person is in the past. You need to recognize him for what he is right now in front of you. 
Because once you can wrap your brain around that, it'll be much easier for you to commit to no contact with him because he's not who you once loved. He's not who you once knew while in a relationship. He is now a different person. When you say that he is the reason that you're no longer together and his actions hurt you, that to me is indicative of somebody that has changed. So he is obviously not acting like the person he once was when you guys were together, living a beautiful fairy tale and like being super happy. He fucked up. He completely damaged your relationship. You you said it yourself. He is the reason that you are not together. So your first step is to recognize that as the person he is right now, because people do change. People do change and they don't always change for the better. So what he has changed into is not somebody that you want a relationship with. And that's what you need to wrap your head around. The hope that that person that you love is still in there, that hope will keep you tethered to somebody that has disrespected you and has destroyed your relationship and you don't want to be tethered to somebody like that because the only person that you'll end up hurting is yourself i struggled with that a lot myself this idea that my ex needed to know what he did to me and how he did it but what i realized was the reason that i wanted to get my point across so bad was because he was so good at acting like i was being dramatic and acting like what he did to me wasn't such a big deal but it was a big deal and you want so badly to get your point across because you don't feel heard but the reason that you're not being heard is because he doesn't want to hear you he doesn't want to hear you say that what he did affected you and hurt you and destroyed you. He doesn't want to hear it because in his mind, he's already decided that what he did was justified. So you're going to be wasting your breath and you're going to be destroying yourself, trying to paint the picture that he is actively trying to erase. And at some point, you have to take accountability. At some point, It's no longer him hurting you. It's you hurting you. When people damage a relationship, they work overtime trying to rationalize their own actions. They work overtime trying to tell themselves that what they did wasn't that bad or what they did was justified or what they did had reasoning and what they did was on purpose So they'll tell themselves all these things to make themselves feel better because nobody likes being the bad guy. Nobody likes sitting in the corner and really thinking about what they did and feeling that deep pit in their stomach of regret and remorse. Nobody likes to feel that way. And your ex, in the moments that he has felt that way, Instead of validating your experience and telling you that he's sorry and he knows exactly what he did, he actually doubles down on his behavior and he actually makes himself feel better by reminding himself that he maybe didn't mean it to come across that way, but at the end of the day, he has to do what's best for him. That's what he tells himself. That's what most people tell themselves when they have fucked up. And so... 
by you wanting so badly to get your point across, you're, 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 you're just running right into the same wall over and over and over again. People that hurt you, they, they think about it, how it would affect you. And for a split second, they're reasonable and they know that it will hurt you. But very quickly, do they find reasons to make themselves think that you'll get over it and it won't affect you that bad and it won't fuck up your life that bad because the people that hurt people only think about themselves and they only think about the selfish reasonings they have behind the things that they do. You want so badly to tell your truth to somebody that actively, actively tells themselves that they're not that bad. And look, your ex might not be a bad guy, but by you telling me that he is the reason that you guys aren't together and you feel like he doesn't know exactly what he did, what it tells me is that he's actively telling himself that what he did to you wasn't that bad. And he's actively telling himself a lie, right? People that lie, they lie to you, they lie to their friends, they lie to the women after you, the girls after you. People that lie, lie. But one thing you have to know about a liar is that they don't lie to anybody nearly as much as they lie to themselves. So you're so desperate to get him to see what he did to you, but you're 10 steps behind. Because he's already actively convincing himself that he didn't do that. Or he didn't do it the way that you said he did. He has to believe that lie in order to believe the justifications that he's made up to self-soothe the guilt that comes here and there for him. So what I would recommend that you do is make peace knowing that you know the truth. You know what he did to you. You're aware of the pain that he's caused you. You know the truth of what has happened. And while that might not be a comfort to you now, as you move forward in your healing process, you'll find that the biggest thing that you could ever want is to be aligned with the truth of the situation so that you can build the tools necessary to move on from the situation. I will tell you one thing. Forgiveness can be a really lonely road because you will have to find it in your heart to forgive somebody that hasn't even worked through forgiving themselves. What they've done is lie to themselves and moved on quickly and gotten somebody else to believe that they're this wonderful person because that's what's going to make them feel better at night. And you have had to work through the pain that they caused you, work through the truth of that matter and find the tools necessary to overcome that. Don't you, isn't that a much better reality than the reality of living in a fake world? where you can only move forward day by day by continuously lying to yourself about the past and what you did to hurt your, the people be in, in your past. I would much rather be tethered to reality, be tethered to a pain that I can overcome 
than be floating around a world where I am only occupied by lies that I've made up. So forgiveness is a lonely road because what you'll find is not only will you overcome the pain that your ex did to you, but you'll also find it in your heart to recognize that they don't actually live in the real world. They don't actually occupy the spaces and the relationships in their lives fully. That's sad. Not to mention that to live a full life like you have to you have to be aware of yourself you have to have self-awareness you have to have you know responsibility and accountability for yourself so that you can actually grow and evolve as a human being that's why when people tell you like oh your your ex is never going to change and he'll do it to the next one and the next one and the next one it's true because these people that hurt people they don't take a moment to actually take responsibility and use the limited time they have left with you to express to you that they are sorry and they they want to they want your forgiveness and they want to move forward and they want to work through that you know what I mean like the only way that we can live a life where we're like actually connected with the people that we love is by being accountable for our actions and the way that they affect other people. You're going to learn from this and you're going to move on from this and you'll come to a place of peace where you won't care if he knows what he did to you or not. You'll know and you'll move on and you'll heal from that. And then you'll look back and you'll feel bad for him because he had a chance to make amends with you and he had a chance to take accountability and grow as a human being for himself and he didn't. And that's the worst thing you can do is deny yourself growth, deny yourself um, change for the better, you know? You want to constantly get better. I want to constantly get better. And the way that we do that is by leaving people like that where they stand. You don't want to know what you did to me. You don't want to take accountability for what you did to me. That's fine. You'll stay stuck there. I'm going to move on. I'm going to I'm going to find peace from this pain and I'm going to get closer and closer to myself and I'll grow. And that'll be enough for you. I think that you need to recognize him for who he is right now and it's almost like he's a stranger and you wouldn't tell a stranger like how much they've hurt you. You you don't you won't open up to a stranger right? You won't let a stranger that has hurt you see you vulnerable. So the same goes for your ex. He lost the privilege of getting access to you so much so that he's lost the privilege of being vulnerable with you and getting to see you vulnerable. He's lost that privilege, right? Because there's a lot of beauty in vulnerability. There's a lot of opportunity for honesty and growth in those moments where you're being really vulnerable with your partner. But he's not your partner anymore. And he lost that privilege when he hurt you. And he didn't care about how it affected you. So I wish you the best. But I think that at some point, you're going to have to let that go in order to heal. And you're, the bigger picture, the bigger thing, bigger than telling him what he did, is you moving on and you finding peace again and you being happy again. That's the bigger picture. We get so hyper-focused on the small things like that that we forget that the bigger picture is so much better, right? And the bigger picture is our objective. 
So I wish you the best. Go no contact, release that, move on, and find peace. This is completely unrelatable, or not unrelatable, but unrelated to that. But <laughs> this freaking guy messaged me and he was like, oh, um, do you want to meet me on Winwood on Thursday? I'm going to be out there, but I might stay later if you're down. And if you know me, you know that that is like the number one way to like never actually see me ever again a day in your life. Because what is that? I've never gone on a date with you. I don't even know you. Why would I meet you out in Wynwood and like hang out there with you? Ladies, please don't fall for that. Okay, we are going, listen, 2023, how about this? Tonight, tonight, if you guys have the chance, write down what your love life in 2023 looks like. What does your dating life look like? What does the man that you end up meeting and getting into a relationship, what does he look like? What's he like? What does he do? You know, go into detail of all these things because in 2023, we're stepping it up. We're stepping it up. We're not taking the bare minimum anymore. We're not going to meet you out in Wynwood on some random Thursday night. No, if you want to see me, you're going to ask me out on a date. You're going to take initiative. You're going to pick a place. You're going to do all the work and I will meet you there happily to get to know you because it's, 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 it's tired. Okay. This whole casual like DM, I want to see you. It's just, it's just weird. You know what I mean? Like that guy could have DM'd me and said, Hey, I want to take you out. Are you available Thursday night? I would have said, yes, I am. He goes, and he could have said, okay, does eight o'clock work for you for dinner? And I would have said, absolutely. And he said, okay, meet me here at eight o'clock for dinner. That's literally all it takes, honestly. But to suggest that I meet you in Wynwood because you might be staying there late because you're going to be out with friends. Like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, I'm just not doing that. And I think that we can all avoid these low efforts if we actually look at them from a standpoint of what you actually want versus what you're being given. Like any time that I'm approached this way by men, I always ask myself, is this how my love story begins, right? Because I I am a huge I am a huge romantic. I always have been. I always will be. That is something that you will never be able to take away from me. And the way that I conceptualize in my brain what my husband looks like, he looks like a really, really nice man that takes initiative, that is eager, that is like, you know, in command. Like he is exactly what I look for whenever I compare what my actual dating pool looks like. So for me, like, I'm sorry, but my husband, I'm dating to marry. So my husband is not going to be the type of guy that DMs me on Instagram on emoji and then says, hey, uh, I'm going to be out here with some friends, uh, but I might stay later if you're down. That's not what my, I'm sorry, but that's not what my love story looks like. I'm so sorry to, to burst your bubble. And I would rather live in this 
little delusion that I know will come to fruition than actually participate in low efforts and hope that they're going to be this grand love that I'm looking for. Come on. So I hope that you guys today have some to take some time to write down what your love life in 2023 looks like, what you're leaving behind in 2022. What are we leaving behind in 2022? I'll tell you what I'm leaving behind. I'm leaving behind my painful past. I'm leaving behind my ex. I'm leaving behind anything surrounding that. I want to not speak his name or utter his utter anything about him in the year of 2023. Like that is one of my bigger spiritual goals because I just feel like talking about that is just going to tether me to a place that I don't live in anymore. You know what I mean? Um, But I also, I'm going to get very clear on what I want to attract in my dating life next year because I am eager to find love again. I hope that I can find love again next year. I think I will. I have a good feeling about it, but um, I do want you guys to do that because I think the closer and the clearer you get to establishing what you're looking for, the happier you are to decline anything that doesn't align with that. We are in a world of FOMO these days where we just kind of hope that this person we're dating is going to be the one. And so if we walk away, we'll have this FOMO where we'll be like, well, what if that could have been? No, no, you won't have FOMO if you're clear on what you want. So I hope you guys can do that today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Let's Have a Moment. Please send your dilemmas into the email or on my dms i have it um down in the description of this episode so you guys can just click it and write to me it is such a huge part of the podcast so if i don't have anything written what the fuck am i gonna talk about you know what i mean um you guys can also send me some suggestions on some topics um somebody did mention that they want me to talk about attachment styles which i am doing some research on now and i'm brushing up on the book i read a few months back so that i can actually make an episode about that a little bit more um I I, I want to make an episode about that is what I'm trying to say so if you can send some dilemmas in please do so I would love to hear from you guys I would love to give you some advice and if you guys can also leave a five-star review it really helps the podcast because it ranks us a bit higher and it makes it easier for people that are looking for our content to find us so thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you in next week's episode bye